welcome to Do You Want to Keep Playing, a podcast about first impressions. Each week we'll try out the opening 30 minutes of a game, and then ask the question, do you want to keep playing? I'm Johnny. And I'm Ben. And this week's game is... Max Payne! Hey, Mr. Johnny. Hey, buddy, how's it going? It's going very well, thank you. How are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm yeah. okay, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you look like you've had a bit of a late night. Yeah, yeah. Late yeah, night, yeah. Been, been, yeah, been an evening. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I'm okay. I'm oh, here good. now. Well, you've yeah. got a coffee. I've got coffee. Back in the safety of my flat. <laughs> Everything is fine. Yeah, the sun's kind of out. Yep, sort of. I mean, it's daytime. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cloudy daytime in January. Yeah. Um, aside from that, what have I been up to? Yeah, what have you been up to, my friend? I feel like you've been holding something back. No, not really. <laughs> okay. No. Um, I've not been... I, the only thing I watched last week, so I watched that uh, Bross documentary. Right. That's on the, um, that everyone's been talking about. Is that a real documentary or is it like a fake mockumentary sort of thing? I think... Because it, it sounds crazy. It's crazy. It's. I'm pretty sure it's real. Yeah. It's just very much two men who got famous when they were like 18. So they just kind of... You know, one well, of them, crazy. one of them especially, very much lives in. A, he's just a very, I don't know, very odd man. There's there's Luke and Matt. Yeah, and is it Luke is the one who's in the, all the Del Toro films? Yeah, right. Yeah, okay, he's yeah. kind of he's the one who comes across a lot better. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was he seemed like quite a good actor in the stuff I've seen him in. He's great in uh, Hellboy too. Yeah, as Prince Prince Noada. Yeah, that's yeah. Right, yeah. He's and, really and good. Blade two as well. Yeah, as uh, as the son of disgraced son of disgraced yeah. vampire no- Novak or something. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Novak Djokovic. Yeah. <laughs> as he's the a tennis playing vampire. Yeah, he's a t- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He beats Blade with um, aces. He does. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so so enjoyable, worth a watch. This yeah, yeah, documentary. it's 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 worth watching. It's quite funny. I, I mean, I'm very much of the opinion that any documentary about a band, like for it, there to be a documentary about them, it, there, there must be an interesting story there. Yeah, um, it's not just like and then they got famous and it was all right and it was fine and then they got bored and then they're not famous anymore do you know what I remember <laughs> when when Channel 5 first launched in the UK yeah. they did a documentary about the Spice Girls mm. and everyone kind of tuned into it thinking it was called like Wannabe or something like this sure. and it was sort of charting their you know going yeah. from nothing to whatever and I think it started with them living in just like a shared house together mm. and they're running around being the Spice Girls uh, um, and it just, it all seemed a bit contrived. Yeah, if you do get those, um, like, the more sort of press kits. Yes, you know, very much so. It's um, like an advert for the Spice Girls. Sure, yeah. yeah. Whereas if you get, I mean, I, I, I've watched a, um, I watched a documentary on the band Rush once. I don't like Rush, <laughs> I quite like a couple of their songs, yeah, but sure, yeah. it's a fascinating story. Really? <laughs> yeah, like, okay. I used to love, um, uh, the VH1 behind the musics as well because they're oh, always really yeah. interesting stuff going on. But no, I love it. I love music documentary. Um, at Keep Playing Pod, if anyone knows a really good music documentary, because I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll love to watch one. Do you know what? I actually watched a documentary last night. Ooh. It was uh, because I'm doing this whole thing of staying up until you know four o'clock in the morning, yeah. cradling my son yeah. so he can sleep. Yeah, I'm watching a lot of Netflix. Yeah, it's, it's raining a bit outside, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> it's suddenly you've, got dark. You've, and... you've cursed this, the weather. Wow. wow! Wow! Look, it's now a storm. Yeah. Thanks, Jono. Sorry. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I watched Morgan Spurlock's uh, Super Size Me, which I think I saw when it first came oh, out. I saw it at the cinema. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, 2012, I believe, or maybe no, 2007. I was going to say, it feels earlier. A bit earlier than that, yeah. Yeah, it's a good film. It's good film. It's a very interesting film as well, and it's it's amazing how dated it's become already. With just sort of little throwaway things they say, like for example, 
they're talking about McDonald's nutritional values and things, mm. and they say you can find them online. And he's like, we've done some research and only half of Americans have access to online things. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> You're like, okay, so this is before iPhones, then, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, it's a really interesting documentary, and, and it sort of just makes you... It really makes me think about just doing what you're doing. Be a, be a vegan for a little while or something. <laughs> I mean, I don't really touch McDonald's or anything like that. No. But but just the sheer amount of veg you need to plough through your body to apparently be a healthy human being. I do. I do feel like um, yeah. Just for, for listeners who weren't aware, I've been doing, I've been doing uh, veganuary. Um, so I've been vegan all month, which um, has been lovely. I miss chicken. <laughs> You missed chicken. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I miss chicken, but um, I'm, I am feeling very, very good for it. So, you know, swings and roundabouts. Do you know what, though? I, uh, apart from the old documentaries and stuff, I have played three types of game this week. <laughs> three? Three. It's been a real My food, word. Food, for, food for this guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, the new Super Mario Brothers, I'm still playing that on the Switch. I think I've nailed down what it is about that game that I'm a bit iffy with. Oh, yeah. Because I like it. Yeah. But it's very different to my favourite Super Mario Brothers 3. Yeah. And I think it's because it's more of a speed run sort of game. Okay. It's more of a sort of learn the levels and there mm. are bits where you've got to go dun 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 dun. Yeah. Um and yeah, it's 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 still very good. It's still a good solid eight out of ten. Yeah. But it's not one of my favourite Mario Brothers game. Have you ever um uh played done speed runs on Mario One? No, no. Mario One is perfect for speedrunning. Sure, it'd be very tricky. And um, one of my favourite, um, I used to go visit my friend Nick when he lived in Madrid. Yeah. And we used, to, we, one of my favourite ever, like, long weekends there, we just, like, um, got drunk in his house <laughs> and did speedruns of Mario Love One. It. <laughs> just, like, passed the pad. It was, it was so much fun. But yeah, it's a really good game to, to play speedruns on. Yeah, I mean, those controls are just perfect yeah, yeah. for it. And actually, I think one of the other things about New Super Mario Brothers, or oh, this is on the, the Switch, the yeah. Wii U version that they put out on there, it, they've put almost too many controls, too many variables in there now. Mm. So you can do stuff like uh, slide down walls and jump off of them. And then there's like an extra type of jump you can do. And it's just a whole bunch of things. They sort of muddied the water a bit. Okay, They've taken yeah. away a bit of that pure game. The purity, I like, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, number two, mm-hmm. Mr. Jono, I've been playing a bit more Moonlighter. Because mm-hmm. that game is fantastic. And you can just pick it up for 10 minutes, hop in there, sell some stuff during the shop, yeah. hours, go off, do an adventure. I'd love to pick it up, you know. I'm looking for it. I, I've, I've kind of Good. fizzled out a bit on Hollow Knight. Um, oh, okay. I need to get back on it. I, I, I am enjoying it. It's just it's it's so hard. <laughs> Yeah, that I, I kind yeah. of want something that's a bit more. Um, this is a nice, relaxed game because yeah. you can do. Uh, you can make it as hard as you want to, yeah. or you can just pop into a dungeon, just kill some monsters and stuff, grab their stuff, go back to town, sell it. It's yeah. a really nice. It's a really nice cycle. Yeah, I might do that. The third thing, though, yeah. and this is the interesting one. I played a new battle royale type game, mm. CS:GO, Counter Strike: GO, Ooh. Global Offensive. How's that? Uh, I've been a big fan of Counter Strike: Global Offensive over the years. Yeah. The, it's a really, really solid game. It's got a cracking idea so it's it's terrorists versus counter-terrorists yeah it's always about i think it's about six aside or something like that somewhere around that uh and you're doing an objective and they decided to put a battle royale mode into it because that's what everyone's doing these days (laughs) yeah yeah doesn't work it's it is not very good oh yeah because i think it's only about 15 people go into the map and the maps aren't huge huge um, and you're sort of, you're not picking up weapons on the floor, you're buying stuff, you're picking money up from the floor, mm. you're buying stuff, and then a little drone comes in and delivers it to you, but that gives away your position. Um, and I got to, I, I actually won my, my second game of it that mm. I played, because I just sort of hid away for a little bit. Yeah. Um, everyone else was kind of just hunting each other down a bit and stuff like this, and they got down to me and the last person, mm. and we we're on this massive Counter-Strike level, and you're just kind of running around like, I wonder where this person is. 
And you can kind of look at a map and it shows you a grid area yeah. where they are. But it was, yeah, it's just a bit anticlimactic, a bit boring, really. Oh, that's yeah, shame. which is really, yeah, it's, it's strange. Yeah. Almost like there are too many, once again, too many variables to it, too much height yeah. in, and too many corners and rooms to hide away in. Makes you appreciate the, the ones that nail it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Did you ever get to play the Black Ops thing no, in the end? I did not. Didn't, did not, did no. not plough that up. No, didn't. <laughs> didn't um, I also um, didn't manage to put any more time yeah. into it after we spoke. <laughs> But, Mr. Jono, we are not here to talk about any of these things. No. What are we talking about this week, my friend? We're talking about... Um, is, is, oh God, I haven't actually written this down. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. He's um, failed. It's, 90, it's 2002 or 2001. It is Remedy Entertainment. Yeah. Um, it's their... Oh, God, here we go. 2001. Sorry, I normally have this stuff written down. That's uh, right. We give you a pass this week because you had a bit of a rough night yeah, last night. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So 2001, Remedy Studios. Uh, Remedy, who um, recent, most recently did Quantum Break. Quantum Break. Um, the and, TV show. Yeah. Yeah. And Alan Wake, which game I really, really like. Yeah. I, do you know what? I never delved into Alan Wake and I always kind of wished that I had. Yeah. It felt very Twin Peaksy. It is very Twin Peaksy. Yeah. It does lots of really interesting stuff that um, uh, I, I think is just, it's really, yeah, it's got very sort of. Yeah, it does the TV show format really, really, really well. Yeah. And it's really interesting. Um, All I the like stuff it I saw, it kind of felt a bit like a Stephen King setting. Literally the first words uttered in that game are Stephen King. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a voiceover and he goes, Stephen King once said. That's what uh, I mean. it's okay, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they know, they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. They're yeah. clever boys. Yeah. Um, but of course, they they play they did both these games. Um, say yeah. then, yeah. Hi. What do you know about hi. Max Payne? Do you know what? Actually, I've played through all three of the Max Payne games. Mm. I'm a big fan of the series, but I only played through the first Max Payne, which is the one we're tackling today. Yeah, played through that when it first came out in two thousand and one. Yeah, and I only played through it once. Yeah. So with the second one, which I remember being one of my favourite games of that kind of era. Um, I've played through that so many times; it's ridiculous. It's really, it's a really, really solid game. Okay. I think the first one, going back and revisiting it now, I yeah. can sort of see why maybe I, I played through the second one more. Yeah. But then three, of course, came out, and that wasn't Remedy. That was Rockstar. Rockstar that yeah. did that. Yeah. The old, the old houses <laughs> <laughs> putting their spin on Max Payne. And once again, I really enjoyed that game. It was very much a kind of go into a room. There's a tiny cutscene. Mm. You kill some enemies. Go into another room, tiny cutscene, kill some enemies. Yeah. But I, the standout thing from that game, I remember just the soundtrack being absolutely off the wall. Um, <laughs> and it's definitely something worth looking up on, on YouTube or uh, yeah. or wherever you get your soundtracks from. <laughs> um, the, the official way, perhaps yeah. Spotify. And uh, and have a listen because it is just crazy. It's crazy to listen to. It's a bit. It, it reminds me of when The Dark Knight came out. Yeah, the difference in that soundtrack, and everyone just kind of went, "What? It's a superhero film. What's going on? Why do I feel tense?" <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just like that. Okay, interesting. Um, how about you, man? How about so you? I've I've actually played all three as well. Okay, um, I finished I finished the first two. I only got about halfway through on Max Payne three. Um, oh, right. Never finished it. It, it didn't really grab me, grab yeah, me as much. Yeah. Um, but this one I played through on the PC mm-hmm. many, many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and the two I got on the Xbox, the original Xbox. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Was that, that, yeah, yeah. Ex, yeah. It was Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. It was Xbox one. Um, and pl- I played through that one as well. Um, things I don't really remember a huge amount about either of them. Okay. Uh, I remember there being like a fight in a building site, I want to say, in the second one. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. I Maybe remember sniping the, or something. They do crib. Yeah. Yeah. There's that yeah. whole sniping sort of section yeah. um, they crib quite a lot of the Matrix 
And yeah. uh, I don't know if you saw any callbacks in your playthrough, but I saw a very, very cool one in mine, which we'll get to. Yeah. Uh, oh. So basically anything they've got in the Matrix, you can pretty much go Max Payne 1. Yeah. <laughs> they've got something Yeah, in so 2001. That. So this is, you know, someone saw the Matrix two years earlier. <laughs> yeah. Was, and went, oh, bullet time. Yeah, as I think we all did. Um, yeah, you know, absolutely. It can't be understated how, like, insane that film was. I remember going to see it in the cinema and just being like... I don't I don't understand, understand how this is a film. This is amazing. Yeah. Do you remember seeing the trailers for it? Because back in those days, you'd see a trailer on TV, mm. not the internet so much. I, weirdly enough, I remember, I never saw the trailer for it, but I, um, uh, I think, I think it was Marilyn Manson did the soundtrack or something, and they had a music video. did a video. song on the soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. the music video, which had clips from the film. I remember seeing that on MTV too. Oh, okay. And just being like, oh, what's that? And then, you and your MTVs and VH1s. <laughs> It's so cool, Jono. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, and I remember thinking that's, that's quite And then like going into, um, you know, college and someone had been sitting just saying like, it's, you've got to go and see it. It's, yeah. Cause it was, it came out in summer. So it played all summer. So I think, I think in the holidays I went and, I went and saw it, I caught it and just, it that's was right. So good. Yeah. I, I, it actually, it was my first year of university and as a bonding sort of trip, everyone mm. on my class went out to go and see it. Cause I think it's sort of, it was still in the summer. It was still in the theaters around about September time. Mm. And, uh, we all went and saw it and then dressed up as Neo for Halloween <laughs> and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it, yeah. It's kind of mental that, um, how long films you used to play for. Cause these days it's, you mm. know, it's a few months and then it's out on DVD or Blu-ray or whatever I know. immediately. Good luck trying to get to see, uh, Enter the Spider-Verse. Yeah. Uh, which I really wanted to, really and, want to see. and now just not a chance, mate. No, you have to wait for that uh, that 4K. But it go will, around to your house. I think it drops like <laughs> um, a couple of weeks. The, the, oh, does it? Yeah, really? it's, it's oh, that's fine. The though. turnaround so no quick. Case. Yeah, it really is. Um, anyway, we're not going to talk that's about the Matrix yeah. <laughs> or to reminisce about how old we are. It is funny actually as well. So this is the first game that did a bullet time system mm. in it because bullet time is very much created by the Matrix. Yeah, and it's interesting to see that this game does bullet time better than the official Matrix games did. <laughs> Uh, yes, 100%. Yes, very much so, yeah. 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 Um, well, before we jump into the game, John, yeah. I've got a little segment I like to call Educating Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our Max Payne facts. Yeah. Um, did you know, Jono, <laughs> that uh, the original model of Max Payne was designed to look like the Remedy founder, Sam Lake, Okay. Uh, who was also lead writer on this game? And he's the guy putting that face yeah. and stuff, you know, that, that grizzled face. But, and a lot of people know that one, but did you know that his mother, Sam Lake's mother, plays the evil Nicole Horn in this game? They use that, uh, oh. use her likeness for, <laughs> for her character. Don't know what's going on there. Yeah. There's obviously some maternal That's weird. Yeah, issues yeah. going on with him. Um, also, number two, did you know that uh, Max is actually a pianist? And in every single game, if he walks near a piano, he can bash out the theme tune just on that piano by interacting with it. I did not know that. All three games, wow. yeah. You wouldn't have thought Max would be a pianist, would you? No. Or maybe he's one of those ones who just knows the one tune. Yeah. Yeah, he knows yeah. that from the Max Payne game. I had piano lessons since I was 10 years old. <laughs> Until they chopped my piano strings off. <laughs> <laughs> Black and white like life. <laughs> um, and uh, and number three, did you know, Jono, that uh, Remedy, they love putting little Easter eggs for all their games into their other games. So Max Payne, Easter eggs for Max Payne have been in all of their other games that they've done. Mm. Um, so we're talking Alan Wake and Quantum Break, really. Mm. Uh, and in uh, in Alan Wake, there's an entire Max Payne script. 
uh, and the first few pages you can be uh, are read by the actual voice actor. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, for yeah. Max Payne. And in uh, Quantum Break, there is a tent in one of the first levels of the game um, where, sat, once again, uh, Sam Lake, the, this chap, he yeah. sat down at a console uh, playing a bit of uh, bit of Max Payne. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. What a lovely little Easter egg. That's good. Yeah. The, the, here endeth the lesson, my oh. friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I guess now that we've done our um, Max Payne bona fides, and there's quite a few this week. Quite a few this week, yeah. yeah. We know our Max Payne from our uh, Maximum Overdrive. Max Payne's. <laughs> Max, yeah, that was better. Should uh, jump in? Yeah. It's actually, it's a cello, isn't it, for the second game, or violins, or something like that. In this one, I can't remember what instrument it is playing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. But it's it's the haunting sounds yeah. of Max Payne, basically yes. bringing you in there. So I guess we're both playing this on PC. Yep, I bought it on Steam. Yep, uh, I bought a CD key, which then slotted into Steam. That's pretty much what I did because well. it's a lot cheaper than buying this game on Steam. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think first we should tackle technical issues straight yeah. off the bat. Because this game doesn't really feel like it's been supported terribly well by Remedy, no. especially seeing as it costs a fiver on Steam. You'd imagine the sound would work, yeah, for example. Yeah, so um, it, the, if you're running Windows 10, which I'm assuming most people are these sure. days, yeah. uh, the sound doesn't work in the cutscenes. Yeah, <laughs> um, which is a real problem because yeah. it's all voiceover. <laughs> yes, and so I, I, had, I went back today, um, I was on the train here, and oh, I yeah. um, watched the cutscenes. <laughs> right, okay, <laughs> so, nice. So I knew, just to be like, oh, I need to actually... So you can fill in the blanks for us. Yeah, that's um, yeah, there is. This game has a lot of voiceover and exposition, yeah. um, which I could have transcribed, but I didn't because okay. um, yeah, I was on the train. But I have um, gone to the Wikipedia page, okay, um, okay which sure. has uh, a very punchy plot summary. So we'll go through it as we go. I've also got a couple of select bits of dialogue, just so the listener who aren't familiar with Max Payne can sort of hear you see how, how great of, that writing is yeah sort of how sort of chewy and overblown it is <laughs> yeah i think on purpose as well it's all by design oh, 100%, 100%, right? 100%, yeah it's yeah. not because it was a bad writer doing it and they just sort of accidentally emulated no. a, a film noir <laughs> no it, it's 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 right on the money actually yeah okay yeah so uh so this one i was also having sound problems and stuff but mine were um they they were uh, they were spontaneous throughout the entire playthrough. I yeah. didn't get any voiceovers in the cutscenes. No, um, did and, I? And lots of uh, sounds were missing from gunshots and there things. There was no music on my. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a shame, actually, yeah. really. Um, anyway, so it, it kicks off though with a cool kind of intro bid, uh, intro video. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those classic. Um, but it just it just plays an actual video yeah. on your screen yeah. <laughs> rather than doing uh, anything anything too fancy. Mm. Um, and it's like a heartbeat beating um with these screens are flashing up and they're sort of flashing up slow motion action shot yeah, type from things the game. from the game i thought it was pretty cool it's cool yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's good, pretty yeah. good yeah and it sort of has developed by remedy produced by 3d realms the old uh, duke nukem lot <laughs> yeah 3d realms yeah. all over this who'd, who'd have thought <laughs> yeah yeah and then it's uh, then it pretty much just throws you straight into the menu mm-hmm. and it's uh it's a bit like a sin city style black and white uh, cityscape with Max on one side and yeah. then just some some options on the left yeah, right? yeah. it's like new game continue yeah options, training things like that um, tutorial and stuff like that. did you did you pop into that tutorial no I just went straight into the game I did pop into the tutorial okay it was broken okay yeah which is not promising no <laughs> 
Yeah, so um, so it, it kind of is meant to teach you about the various game systems, yeah. of which there are sort of bullet time and shooting people. Yeah. Um, and you're on sort of a snowy street, uh, and I think it's actually one of the levels from the game. Mm. And you kind of have to hop over some walls and stuff like that. And then it actually gets to a, a, a bit in the street where there's, an, there's a button that says enemy dispenser. Yeah. And you have to go and press that button, and then enemies come out and stuff. Uh, except the button was broken, so enemies did not come out, and I right. was just like, you know what? I think I've got it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just hop into this yeah, game. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, uh, what um, what difficulty did you uh, did you jack this? There was one only up one on? available to me. Yeah, yeah, me too. And it said if you want to unlock other difficulties, you have to finish the game. Yeah, new yeah. game plus style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, then then it then it pretty much kicks you into the game. It does. Yeah. So you get a a cutscene. Yeah. So it starts off with like a, a almost like a blizzard, and the camera pan, pans up. The, through the, the computer games company. Oh. <laughs> Just, oh, that look of scorn! Oh dear, I'm so I'll sorry, again. buddy. I'll start again, shall I? <laughs> okay. So it cuts to a bl- into a blizzard, and the camera. Like the computer game. <laughs> <laughs> the camera pans up. Uh, and it's funny because I did it twice. Helicopter <laughs> comes into view, yeah, and sort of flies across the screen. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. And you hear police radio chatter, yeah, um, as the camera kind of roams over the city, and mm-hmm. you kind of know you you kind of hearing that um, there's some there's some crime gone down at some building, um, and they're dispatching all units to um, to go and investigate. Yep. And then you get and then the camera kind of go sort of goes along the street up to this building and then goes up all up to the building and on top of the building is your man Max Payne. It's a classic uh Spider Man cam. Yeah, right? hero shots. Yeah. Um he stood right on the edge of that building and, like some reckless fool. Exactly. And you get this voiceover uh which kind of I will give you a little give a little uh give us a little taster. Yeah. You gonna do the voice? I'll give it a go. Ah oh, yes. They were all dead. The final gunshot was an exclamation mark to so everything bad, that bad. led to this point. <laughs> I released my finger from the trigger and it was over. To make any kind of sense of it, I need to go back three years. You've gone a bit back. Michael Madsen. <laughs> back to the night the pain started. Oh. And then it cuts to three years earlier. It does, yeah. Yeah. And you, basically, um, Max uh, kind of comes home. Yeah. Oh, no, he's no, he's in the office, isn't he? And he's, so he's in the, the office. So the cutscenes are all, all done in, like, comic book panels. So now this is an interesting part of it. Yeah. Because some of it is in-game cutscene. Mm. And then there are other bits where they clearly either made a choice where they sort of went, you know, we're not going to get everything finished in time, let's do comics, or it's a it's a stylistic choice. Yeah. I sort of wish they'd chosen one or the other, because it's a bit jarring. I do like the sort of comic like, book panels. I do as well. With the voiceover, I think, I think really it's really cool, cool yeah. Mm. Uh, and so you get kind of, it starts off, and he's just kind of in his, he's in the NYPD. Sure. And he's talking to his, like, captain, I assume. Yeah. And the captain's like, um, uh, He's like talking about how he's a family man now and he's quitting smoking. And oh he's yeah, like, of course. He's yeah. like, he's like, you still have for poker on Friday? I was like, yeah, like taking candy from a baby. <laughs> <laughs> what I just mean? Yeah, really? yeah. Okay. And then he's sort of talking about how you know he's like, I'm living the American dream, a wife and kids. Dream. He's loving it. Yeah. So I'll read the um, the sort of the Wikipedia description. Okay. Okay. Um, which because I think a lot of this doesn't actually come through in the game exposition. Um, the game begins in January 2001. Okay. As New York City finishes experiencing the worst blizzard in history. Oh. 
Um, oh, I'll, I'll admit that, that, that's the bit. So we flash that's, back. That's the bit before, yeah. yeah. So we flash back to August 1998. Right, okay. Max has returned home in New Jersey to find a trio of apparent junkies broken into his house <sighs> whilst high on a new, new designer drug called Valkyr. Valkyr, of yeah. course, named after the Valkyries from Norse mythology. Exactly. Apparently. Um, so yeah, so he sort of says, oh, you know, living the American dream. And he gets back into his house and then you cut to in-game. Yes. Where Max walks into his house. Yeah. And he's like, honey, I'm home. And then it becomes apparent that something's sort of gone wrong. Well, they've done a great big spray paint on the wall, haven't they? Yeah. <laughs> of Valkyr. Yeah. Their favourite thing. Yeah, yeah. That's what I normally do. I just spray paint things I love on walls. <laughs> just, just to get really put around that point. Is now. that why your son's name's um, sprayed in <laughs> 10 foot letters on the... On the just all wall. over the drive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so then uh, then he's sort of you're meandering around the house. You hear some stuff going on upstairs. Yeah, so you go up the stairs. Pull out your gun. Yeah, pull out the gun, obviously, because mm-hmm. you know there's going to be some bad bad dudes. Um, quick, quick, just sort of quick. Yeah, hi, uh, yeah. What does Max look like? How is he dressed? Oh wow! Yeah, he's dressed like um, a man who was at a Hawaiian party, then yeah. suddenly had to go to work, and he still thinks long leather jackets are cool. So he watched the ma- he was he was in the Matrix. Yeah. And he's wearing essentially a long leather, you know, leather jacket. Yeah, you know, it's like a three-quarter length yeah. one, isn't it? It's not quite dust matrix. Yes, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. But also, because, you know, because he's uh, he's from New Jersey, he's yeah, also sure. sporting a leopard print Hawaiian shirt. That's, that is a look, isn't it's it? It's quite And look. he's got a vest as well oh, underneath yeah. with some sort of necklace-y oh, yeah. type chain on. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, it's a great look. Yeah, I prefer the look in Max Payne too, where he's just got like a shirt and tie <laughs> with a sort of a longer yeah. coat. Um, anyway, so... He gets upstairs and he's, you, you, you're in game now. So this is you're like a third-person action this, game. This is very much your realm, isn't it? Third-person action games. You, you love this kind of thing. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I do. You love this the concept of this kind of thing. I genuinely <laughs> like a 3D action game. Yeah, okay, yeah. sure, yeah. Um, and so essentially you, you, you can sort of pick up guns and... Uh-huh. Um, shoot people. That's <laughs> kind of it. <laughs> Pretty much. There's, uh, yeah. So you've got WSD to yeah. move around and strafe. Oh, yeah. And oh. then you've got mouse look is yeah. looking around. I had to turn the uh, the mouse sensitivity right down because initially it was just all over the shop. I think it's because I was running it at a really high resolution because I have a 4K monitor on my PC. Yep. Have I mentioned that? You, I've got a 4, yeah, it's, it's really it's nice. Yeah. Up, yeah. yeah. And I think there's maybe something to do with screen space, mouse looky type yeah. stuff. So I turned it right down. It was manageable. Um, and uh, and actually, that feels nice mm. if you're standing still. Yeah. When you get to navigating some objects, and we'll get into this in the next level. Yeah. Um, it becomes a bit of an issue because collision boxes yes. in this game. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so you head up the stairs. And mm. one of the things this game does really nicely is a sense of place. Yes. And by saying that, I don't mean the graphics because the graphics aren't great. I will say the backgrounds actually look quite nice still. The backgrounds? Yeah. Okay. So the, the sort of, um, they're very sparse. The environments are very sparse. They are very, yeah. But yeah. they are, I mean, I had it on 720, I think. It okay. Might, um, and it look, looks clean. It looks nice. The the sort of um, textures on the on the character models are rough. Yeah, so Especially the faces. Yeah, there's, there's something called textual resolution when you're a games developer, Jono. Right. Yeah, I can, I can, I can, oh, this is Educating Jono, part two. Exactly. <laughs> and that's basically making sure that the resolution of all the textures yeah. appears the same when you're looking at the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this game, it's a bit all over the place, which is a little bit off-putting. So something will be a bit pixely, mm. something else will be quite detailed. Yeah. And when you sort of look at the scene, and that thing I talk about of make the scene making, you know, 
it, it doesn't have to be the highest quality assets, but as long as it makes it yeah. look right. I always sort of look to um, Skyrim as a really good example of this. It's a really remember, good example of that. Yeah, yeah. and I remember like um, I was talking to my friend and um, we were playing Skyrim, and um, I was saying. Like, yeah, did you say get all this cheese out of my house? <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you not store wheels of cheese in your houses? In Skyrim? <laughs> and, um, and she was like, um, oh, it looks really good. And I said, like, yeah, it's really good. And you point to like a, just a texture on the floor and it just looks horrible. Yeah. But it's. And all the textures look horrible yeah, in that game. But yeah. it, if you actually look at it as a piece, you don't notice that stuff. It's only if you're yeah. directly looking at like a curb and you're like, well, that doesn't look nice. Yeah, it's a funny thing because if everything looks rubbish, then <laughs> your brain your brain sort of, you know, it just yeah. goes, ah, oh, it's all fine. Whereas if one thing looks bad in a sea of nice things, then mm. you sort of just go, oh, it looks rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very odd, very odd phenomenon. It is. Anyway, so um, the thing the game does really nice is that sense of place. Yes. And it does feel like a home. Uh, some of the objects are a little bit too big. Like the doors are really wide for some reason in this house, which is a bit, I think it's to do with gameplay because you want to be able to jump through those doors. Sure. Using your bullet time. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so, so you go into one of the doors and it's sort of a bit locked. Uh, so Mm. you have to make your way around through your child's room. Yeah. And this is, as a new father, I found this quite heartbreaking. I can imagine, yeah. Yeah, because you go into there and the crib has been knocked over and there's just a little body of a baby. Yeah. And you're like, Wow, they've really earned this 18 rating already. It's, it's fairly horrible. It is pretty horrific, which yeah. is... Re- and whilst you're doing this, sorry, just to cut yeah, you yeah, off, hey. sorry. Um, you can hear your wife screaming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you, I'm like, oh dear. Oh, oh dear, this yeah. is not great. No. And it's really weird. And this is this is my second issue with this game. Yeah. <laughs> it's the difference in tone. Yeah. Because he starts off joking about taking candy from babies at poker matches. Yeah. And it's all like a bit fun and hey. And then the tone just goes super dark here. Yeah. And then For just place, this bit. Just this bit. And then it lightens Because the rest of the game is very heightened, noir, almost, not, almost poking fun of it. All the almost, dialogue's yeah. over, overwrought and, um, you know, so the sort of thing that you imagine Christopher Walken would be delivering in a, in a sort of gangster <laughs> film. It's yeah. a bit true, true romance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sort of Tarantino heightened dialogue. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and so this just feels, fairly incongruous to the rest of the game sticks out so hard Mm. and the fact that it is so shocking as well like that is an it's a horrible horrible moment in the game um and then once you're past that i don't think that ever really it never really sinks to those depths again it's a very odd sort of shift in tone yes because then you you run through and i think this is where you first meet the baddies in the game there's some like valkyr thugs um, and they kind of burst through the door and you've got a shotgun. This I found a shotgun in a cupboard. Oh, I just have my pistol, my Beretta. Yeah, because you can interact with cupboards by pressing E. Yes. Uh, and then if there's anything in there, you'll pick it up automatically mm-hmm. if you stand near. So I had to, I had a bit of a shotgun. Someone came through the door. Bang. Yeah. Um, I actually probably use the shotgun most in my playthrough. Yeah, it's a pretty handy weapon. I did enjoy the dual Berettas when you... I think you only have one to start with, yeah. don't you? You pick up a but second one later. You you kind of forget that um, after The Matrix, every game had to have dual-wielding pistols. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was always, uh, you know, in, in the old RPGs and stuff like that, I'd always go for dual-wielding swords and things when you're, when yeah. you're custom character creator. Yeah. Two swords. Two swords. Brilliant. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then it's, oh, Matrix comes in ruins it by popularising popularizing my coolness <laughs> anyway so uh you go into the the family bedroom mm-hmm. and your wife is lying there dead on the bed yeah once again not so nice not so great no take out some more goons yeah um and that's pretty much it for this level right yeah it then cuts to sort of present day so uh, yeah. um there's some there's some various sort of you know uh cut scenes and stuff but essentially um 
So he he ate, <laughs> rushed away to his family, but it was too late. His wife is dead. Yeah. Um. So he goes undercover. Yeah. Right? So after the funeral, Payne transfers to the DEA. Mm. Two and a half years later, Max employs an undercover operative inside the Punchinello Mafia family. Yeah. Question like mark? A, a mafia yeah. family, isn't it? Responsible for trafficking of Valkyr. Right. So essentially, he's he's like sworn his life to you know um, he's taking a, down the 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 people who the source of the problem. He's doing a Punisher. Right. Yeah. Wife much. and child have been killed. He's just going to take out everyone. Slightly above board though, because he's at, he's working for the police. Yes. Well, for now. Ooh, spoilers. Yeah. Um. So his DEA colleague BB gives him a message. <laughs> yeah. Saying to ask him to meet Alex Balder, his handler and best friend, at a subway station at Roscoe Street. Yes. And his arrival at the subway is the beginning of this level. Yeah, and I don't know if this is just a coincidence that um, there's a gang who are trying to rob a bank at the same time as he's gone to go and meet this person. Yeah, I feel this is very much a setup. Right, okay. I think. I don't know. I can't remember. There is, from memory, there is quite an interesting plot that goes on throughout this game. Yeah, it's a pretty well, like, it's a well-paced and scripted game. Mm -hmm. Um, There's there's a, you know, those those sort of, the environment's always quite interesting and you're always doing interesting things and seeing interesting things. And this subway looks cool. I've never actually, I've not been to New York, but it feels like a New York subway in every film I've I've been. It's got those white tiles, hasn't it? And and actually one of the cool things, uh, when you're shooting your guns in this game, there's a lot of interaction with the environments yes. uh, so your bullets smash into those tiles which I think nowadays we're used to all that kind of stuff aren't we but back in the day that was pretty uh, that was pretty cool yeah it reminded me because of this 3D realms it reminded me of the uh, the Duke Nukem engine which was very much like that so maybe they yeah. like, this is maybe a I've not looked it up but maybe a sort of modded cool, cool version yeah modded version of that engine that they used oh well the Duke Nukem engine like in the original days yeah. oh that was a that was a 2D sprite no no the engine. 3D Duke Nukem 3D <laughs> Yeah, Duke Nukem 3D was still... It used the thing called the Build Engine, mm. which was a 3D, quote-unquote, engine yeah. that was actually kind of a 2D oh. affair using sprites and stuff. Yeah. Oh, um, yes, that makes sense. Maybe we'll do Duke Nukem 3D at some really, point. Yeah, really, that would be an interesting one, yeah, wouldn't I'm it? Yeah, I'm loving that game. Yeah. yeah. So you get off this train, and already there's just, like, uh, a blood trail going into the toilets, and yeah. you go in there, and a guard has been killed and dragged in there <laughs> yeah. uh, in a pretty horrible way. Um, once again, it's that environment storytelling. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's I like that stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of nice stuff like that in this. Yeah. Game. So um, so and then you come out of those toilets and there are some more bad guys. Mm-hmm. And this is when you start to use a gameplay system in this, uh, which is very much Gears of Warsy sort yeah. of style. So you've got your you've got your regular shooting on the left mouse button. Yeah. And then if you press, I think it's shift, you can do like a dive. Also the right mouse button. Or the right mouse button, yeah. yeah. And you kind of dive in the direction you're, you're, jump, you're facing yeah. uh, with your guns out <laughs> and you can like shoot for a limited window yeah, you and move slows your down. cursor and just sort of go click, 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 yeah. click, 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 yeah. click, 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 And bullets kind of just start yeah. to spray out your gun. It's, yeah. it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It is cool. Yeah, it is cool. <laughs> it is cool. Um, it, it does come with quite a massive downside, which is like he obviously lands up on the ground, yeah. which gives the enemies a good two seconds or so to just shoot you if you haven't killed everyone. Yeah, you have really. to kind of nail them pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you can get, you know, sort of get them and you can sort of dive behind cover of stuff. But yeah, it is, I don't know, it's hard to, it's hard to explain. It's, it's a very cool system. Yeah. But 
it feels like there could be more to be done with it than what they're doing. Well, and I think actually in Max Payne 2, they do a thing where you can just activate bullet time on its own and Mm. you don't have to be diving around the place. I'm not sure if they have that in this game a bit later on, but I didn't find it in my playthrough. And and that's actually much nicer (laughs) because you have to jump through a door and land on the floor and go, oh. Yeah. (laughs) And one of the other issues actually with the whole jumping thing is that because you jump um, and you sort of, you start to go down from the center of where your body is, there's a lot of like waist high furniture in this game. So if you jump behind a desk, you're like, oh, I can't shoot anyone who's yeah. on the other side yeah. of this <laughs> all of a sudden. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Yeah, it is. Um, and actually, this, this leads me on to my main bugbear with this game, yeah. which is that collision mesh issue. Okay. Yeah, so uh, for the people that don't know, a collision mesh is the thing that goes underneath the, the scenery and the artwork uh, for the characters to run around in, basically in levels. Uh, and it's, you can't, you can't really, or you couldn't back in the day have a direct copy of the actual environment mesh because it'd be too much for the uh, computer to, to sort of run through in and real we're really time. Really learning lots now, aren't we? Learning <laughs> every day's a school day, Jono. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and yeah, and so in, and 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 what you sort of do is you make your environment mesh and then you make a collision mesh on top of that mm-hmm. for everyone to run around in. Uh, and this one. It doesn't always match up with the environment, and I was getting stuck on quite a lot of stuff. (laughs) And it was really odd, because in a game where combat and controls are so important and so fluid... And the only thing. The only thing, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You you don't want to be running down a subway line and get stuck on the rails, which happened to me quite a few times. It didn't happen to me, but Yeah. yeah. I actually, I actually managed to jump um, into a corner of a room as well, mm. and then just got stuck there. I, when I stood up, I couldn't move from that corner of the room. Wow! Yeah, yeah. so that's not great. No, um, I got a great big question here, Jono, yeah. in in bold capitals, saying, "How are those controls holding up for you, Mister Jono?" Um, they're okay. Uh, the <laughs> okay. the bullet time stuff doesn't really go well with a mouse and keyboard. I don't think. Okay. Okay. Um, and it feels weird playing a third-person game. I mean, things I'm so I'm not, I'm not my mouse and keyboard skills uh, oh, no, for this sort of game. They've degraded over time. Yeah, I, if you if we're looking at sort of a MOBA or um, you know a, a RP, RPG RTS uh, RTS or something yeah. like that, I, that's what I'm, I use mouse and keyboard. You're for. You're a furious hundred click a second boy, aren't you? Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. But for this sort of thing, I prefer a, a control pad. Okay, um, yeah, and uh, you know. Um, after looking through the forums of the sound issue, there was no way I was going to go and get shouted at by people on the internet. <laughs> God, why do you want a pad? Mouse and keyboard are king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we learned that lesson last time. Oh dear. Very much they so. hate They hate control pads <laughs> on the internet. Um, so I just kind of, you know, put up with it. And it's fine. It's almost a bit too easy, though. Moving the mouse around is going... Yeah, it is. Yeah, it gets a lot harder. This is first yeah. level, mind, yeah, so it does yeah, get a lot harder. Of course, yeah. Um, there is another thing actually, which they do in this, where the enemies are grouped together, mm. and so when you kill the last one in a group, it does the camera cuts to them. Yeah, and it does like a slow mo kind of. You see the last bullet impact them and stuff. Yeah, and you can carry on firing as well. In this. <laughs> so if you've got those Berettas, bullets keep pinging by them and and interacting with the environment. And I thought that was a really really nice touch. Yeah, it was, it was really cool. That's cool. They do that in Red Dead now, of course. Um, of course they yeah. do, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I think it's God of War, I can't remember which one it is, where there's a bit where at the end it's like a fight and you have to like, the end is just you hit the button to just keep on punching him. Right. And then it becomes clear after a while that this is not going to stop until you stop punching him. <laughs> and it's a bit like, you know, that's such a brutal thing to put into a game where you can just infinitely just punch this dude in the head. <laughs> yeah, that's that's horrendous. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, so, uh, okay, so you're going through this kind of subway level and it's all, uh, just sort of shooting bad guys and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they, it becomes apparent that they're there to rob a next door bank. Yes. Because they're going to blow a hole through the wall into the vault next door. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a classic Hollywood trope. Classic. Yeah, classic. Um, <laughs> you, you get need to stop building banks next to, um, flimsy railway tunnel walls. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's in Die Hard 3 as well, I think. It they is. They use the like subway that. train. They crash the subway train. That's right. That's right. Which is one of the tasks that um, they do that in McLean well. has to do. Isn't oh, it? really? Yeah. Yeah, of course like, it is. Yeah. I was never supposed to defuse that bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, and you meet up with a guard at one point who is being threatened by a goon, and you kind of kill the goon, and the guard's like, hey, let's go up to the control room where it's mm. safe up there. Yeah. And then just as he opens, he presses the, you know, you backtrack through the level a bit, he presses the keyboard stuff, the keypad. Yeah. And he goes, oh, home free at last. And at just that moment, the door opens, a goon shoots. Yeah, dead. he gets he gets proper dead. And, and as soon as he says that, you're like, oh, no. <laughs> you were doing so well, yeah. buddy. <laughs> yeah, and you actually have to go and, you see, gun down those guys, and then you go and you turn on one of the rails so then yeah. you can use the the train to go through a, to smash through a wall which smash is quite through a cool. wall yeah yeah there's there is a fair amount of like um so i feel like these days we've been a bit spoiled with our level design because yeah. people take level design incredibly seriously nowadays mm. and this one there's a lot of like not very good signposting and backtracking through yeah. the level to various bits i got lost a couple of times so did i and there's a few sort of I mean, it's, it is kind of, we've been, we're very used to being led around by our hands. Yeah. Is there's a few environmental puzzles you have to do, like that aforementioned off subway right. train. Yeah. And it's not... It's not obvious. It's not obvious. And it's not, um, no one sort of says, he doesn't, there's not like a voiceover, you know. Well, there might have been, but it wasn't played. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I worked it out, it's fine. Um, Me too. The thing is, though, it's not fun particularly to mm. do the backtrack through the, I, mean, I think like these days you say like oh you're led around by the hand yeah. through levels and things and that's a good thing that we have nice signposting because back in the day you would just I remember playing Half-Life which is one of my favourite games in fact my favourite game ever Yeah, and there's a particular sequence in that game when you're just in a warehouse and you've got to figure out how to get up to the next point and I, I must have spent about half an hour when I was a kid just wandering around that bit just going like what how this <laughs> isn't fun Yeah, just trying every combination of things you're just like uh uh, just leave by the hand. Just show <laughs> the cinematic bits. It's cool. So just after the train crashes through the thingy and you go, you start going into the bank and that kind of uh, opens up level two. Yes. Pretty much. Um, and this is where you're meant to be meeting up with your friend Alex. Yeah. Yeah. This chap. Uh, did you did you get this far, Jono? I did, yes. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, how, yeah. how did your meet up go with him? Um, Alex uh, is no longer with us. <laughs> okay. He... he says we're home free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's your um, handler. Yeah. And then he essentially immediately gets shot. Yeah. Um, By a mysterious man in a mask. Exactly. And this sets up the premise of the game, which is Max is undercover. Yeah. Alex is the only person who knows Max is undercover. It's a classic setup. And so he's been framed for this guy's murder, and no one knows he's actually an undercover police officer. So it's very... Uh, Infernal Affairs. I um, wonder how this actually... What's the remake called? Yeah, Departed. The, the Departed, Departed, yeah. Yeah. I wonder yeah. how that system actually works in real life because the way it works in this and in those films yeah. is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> um, like basically one person is responsible for all of If they have a sick day or if they just died accidentally, then then all of those undercover people are like, oh no, my life is ruined. Yeah, you take out precaution. You would. You'd, You'd be like... In a vault somewhere. Yes. Yeah. Like a bank vault. 
but not next to a subway station. Because no. <laughs> those things are easily robbed. <laughs> yeah, so he gets uh, shot through... It's, it's a classic as well. You're talking to him through some gates. Tell his oldest time. <laughs> Tell his oldest time. It reminds me of that very first um, Brian De Palma Mission Impossible film where um, yeah. where the naughty man, the naughty French man, stabs the lady through the gates and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah, and there's a whole lot of... Uh, Tom Cruise rattling on some cages, going, let me through. His whole mid-team gets taken out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he gets framed. Yeah, he does. Brainback's painting that film. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good film. It's a good film. What's your favourite Mission Impossible film, do you think? Probably the latest, actually. Or is it? They do get better. Um, They do. I don't know. I I think we've discussed this on this podcast Probably have. Probably have. They change in tone so much. Yeah, all of them apart from two are really, really high quality. Yes. Um, the four, five and six, which work as like a double, double bill. Very much so. Amazing. Yeah. Four yeah. just for, just for the stunts are incredible. Yeah. Four's okay. really good four's actually. Three. Yeah. No, they're all good. Three is, three is still one of my favorites. Yeah. Just because that bridge sequence alone. Oh, oh so good. But two, two is, 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 is the real worst. It's the absolute pits. Yeah. It's almost unwatchable nowadays. Yeah. With long haired Tom Cruise. Yeah. John Woo, which again, John Woo, this is clearly someone's watched um, someone's watched Hard, Hard Boiled, Boiled yeah. <laughs> which is an excellent film. Hard but... Boiled, Face Off. In yeah. fact, I think doves do fly up at one point <laughs> yeah, in this exactly. game. The Killer. Yeah, <laughs> any of those things. Yeah. Do you know, actually, I haven't seen Hard Boiled in an awful long time. Nor have I. I wonder I, how it holds up. I bet that hospital scene at the end still holds up. I bet yeah. it's still fantastic. Because unlike Face Off, that yeah. one does have really, really good action. Face Off is more about... Yeah, I think Face Off is a product of its time, I, isn't it, really? I've got a theory that a lot of 90s action films have not aged very well at yeah. all. <laughs> we should not revisit them, should we? No, like a lot of 90s cinema holds up. A lot of the independent stuff does. Yeah. But the action stuff is... Because it's kind of got its foot in both two worlds where CGI had become a thing with Jurassic Park. Sure. As they're trying to do that, so a lot of it's really ropey. Mm. And oh yeah, anyway. There was a period of time, for, for a long time actually, I think it started around the Harry Potter first films, yeah. those kind of things, where they just about got people looking just about good enough to stick a, a, a CG representation of them on the screen. Yeah. So things like the Quidditch match in Harry Potter, that, that first film... Yeah. Um, it just looks terrible yeah. because the animation on those characters... It's really bad. You're looking yeah. at it going like... What's wrong here? <laughs> Why is his knee turning that way? Yeah, it's 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 pretty rough. Yeah. So anyway, back to this game though. Yeah. Uh, and we're kind of running into this bank vault um, yeah. through a wall and stuff. Yeah. So not only have you just seen your mate been shot, which yeah. is a shame, but you've also thwarted a bank robbery. So yeah, by murdering everyone there. Yeah. So I yeah. mean, you know, he's not he's having a bad day basically. He's having a bad day, and also he's there when the police turn up at the bank robbery. Yeah. Um, and and you sort of have to. I think you end up having to run away. Um, the the matrix bit I was talking about earlier. Oh yeah, I know is, exactly what you were talking about. The, the door. door. Yeah, yeah. So you have to collect some detonators. Yeah. To blow up a door. Give me back my detonators. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> <laughs> and um and yeah, it's very reminiscent. In fact, it's it's, it's a complete send up of yeah. that scene in the matrix where the lift slams down into the lobby yeah. and it explodes and the doors come out and there's a big volumetric fire stuff. That's pretty rad. It does it all it? in slow mo. Yeah. It's very cool. Uh, yeah, it does it verbatim in this game. And it's, it's pretty cool. So you're like, oh, yeah, The Matrix. It's great. I should yeah. watch that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then I, I got a little bit further along. Um, there's a, there was a, a scene with a couple of grenades where people are throwing grenades down at you, down mm-hmm. some stairs. Yeah. And they just insta-kill you. Yeah. Um, and there wasn't much warning either. And no. it's just like, 
Yeah, Instacles are never fun, guys. No, no. I think on my third one of those, I just turned it off because I was way past my half hour. Okay, I got to the end of this level. Okay. Where you get out okay. of the subway station onto the streets. Sure. Um, and then there's like another boatload of voiceover and you end up going to a hotel. Right, yeah, okay, and that's, yeah. Yeah, that loaded it in and then I sort of finished my game. So probably about, I don't know, two minutes further than my year. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, and that's kind of it, yeah. Well, I guess um, the only question really yeah. to ask... My friend. Yes. Max Payne, the first one, the yeah. original story. The OG. And we haven't even talked about the Mark Wahlberg film. Oh, God. Have you seen have I haven't, seen that? no. I have, actually. And it's not as terrible as the critics make out. Yeah. But it's still it's not, not great. great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, Mr. Jono, yeah. Max Payne, did you want to keep playing? Whilst I enjoyed the noir setting and 80s cop movie aesthetic, the game left me a little cold. The combat is cool at first, but ultimately a bit repetitive and uninspired. And it offers up little else. So sadly, a case of a game that I don't think's aged that gracefully. So no, Ben, I will not keep playing. Ah. Yeah, it's a real shame. So I have very fond memories of this game. Yeah, and I really think the second one is where it all really Maybe. pulls together. And they yeah. fix that collision mesh. <laughs> yeah. How about you, man? Well, I think I was in a better mood yesterday, perhaps, when I Maybe. played this. But um, I got I got this. Okay. Still prepared. Max Payne is indeed that. Yeah. <laughs> And I don't explain that either, so I'm imagining I mean maximum pain. Um, the maximum cool, overdrive. Maximum overdrive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the cool premise and mechanics are layered under this fog of not quite finished. Um, collision is a huge issue for me, and the graphical quality is another. However, the good parts are great. Setting, story, and that gunplay, which I think I really kind of enjoyed. You need to get into a bit of a zone with it. Yeah, I just um, found it cool at first and then I was just like oh this is all this is it this, this is it this, this is, is the, the whole game, game. Yeah. yeah um so I think I'm willing to overlook those issues to continue this hardboard adventure so yes Jono I will keep playing oh, um but I think it's more of a kind of a morbid curiosity as to God, I, I really enjoyed the setting and yes. the sense of place for yeah. this one and and few games really capture that it, it's got a really great style and they mm. do they execute it very 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 well. Yeah. Um I just wish the core gameplay loop lived up to that interesting premise and style. Maybe maybe Max Payne 2, buddy. Maybe. Maybe we'll do it um in another 100 episodes. <laughs> So, that's it for another week. Certainly is, buddy. Join us again next time. We'll put another classic game through its paces. And what's next week, Ben? Next week is our 100th episode. 100 episodes. Crikey. Can you believe it? I can't. It's been nearly two years as well. Talk about Max Payne. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, it probably is... um, We probably did start recording... The Maybe around about February time, wasn't it? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Two two years, two whole years of this, my friend. Wow, what what a difference two years makes. <laughs> I've got a child. Yep, we still know better at doing this podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think we're gonna. Um, uh, I've got a few ideas of what game we might tackle, but Ooh. we might throw up a poll on Twitter. We might do or some special stuff as well. Yeah, but if anyone does uh, has any suggestions of a game they want to see done for the 100th episode, yeah, uh, tweet us at Keep Playing Pods, yep. or you can email us at keepplayingpod at gmail.com. 
you can um, like our Facebook page and comment on there www.facebook.com forward slash keep playing pod we've got an Instagram don't we've, forget the Instagram John. we've got an Instagram um, Ben might do another one of his fancy little pictures Ooh, so fancy can, little pictures yeah. be more derogatory at keep playing pod <laughs> <laughs> oh look I at heard. me I'm Ben I can do art <laughs> <laughs> I, I heard that Instagram is going to be merging in with some Facebooky type stuff because I didn't realize Facebook own Instagram. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. It puts puts me off ever so slightly. <laughs> I'm still going to do it, but yeah, you know, I might just you know not put so much personal information up there now. Maybe. <laughs> sure. Um, yes. Or uh, anyway, so get in touch with us and let us know. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you uh, you know listen where all podcasts are available, you can stream all our episodes on our website www.keepplayingpod.com. Quite frankly, though, if you haven't got a little uh, a little handheld device like a Walkman mm. to play it through, a couple of quite a lot of people actually do. We get some streams. Do they actually? Yeah, okay, we get yeah, some streams yeah. on our site. Um, uh, my buddy, uh, my buddy Darren. Hello, Darren. Who Hello. listens a lot? Um, okay. He listens on the website, and um, he messaged me the other day saying, "You know, one of your episodes is not there." And I was like, "Oh, I best put that up then." <laughs> so thank you for that. Uh, <laughs> Hundred episodes in. Yeah, still can't use the website. Still can't do it. But yeah. Um, Anyway, so we're but we're on all the podcast apps as well: Stitcher, Acast, iTunes, and our glorious host Podbean. Lovely, lovely Podbean. Um, Spotify as well. We should add that to the list. Spotify, yeah, yeah, yeah. We should, yeah. If we were professionals, we might do that one day. Yeah, exactly. Don't do it now. No. <laughs> um, but yeah, so get in touch. Hey. Let us know what you think. Um, hit them subscribe buttons, and if you would like to leave us a rating review, mm-hmm. uh, we would love that. And hey, Jono. Hey, hey. If you can do one nice thing this week, yeah. Uh, go to uh, go it's, to the shops. Look after your kids so you can get some GD sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's look after Ben's child who only sleeps on Ben. <laughs> yeah, <sure>. Great. <laughs> um, actually, actually, please do send me what you're watching on Netflix, mm. uh, dear listener, and and Amazon Video. I have both those things. I've also got BBC iPlayer. Yeah. I'm pretty fancy. Oh, you're yeah, flush. Yeah, I'm flush with stuff. So mm. I've been I've been watching a lot of stuff, and I need some recommendations because I'm I'm getting through it. Right. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, it's mostly things that I can focus on at three o'clock in the morning when mm. my brain is a bit tired. Sure. So, so no kind of mementos. No. No, no mysteries that I'm going to think about too no. much. Yeah. Um, but hey, if you're going to do something nice this week, go to, go to the stores, go to your, your local supermarket. Yeah. Wait around outside in, in your, in your car or on your scooter. <laughs> okay. And when someone comes out with a lot of bags, offer that person a lift home. That's a lovely thing to do. You might get in trouble. I was going to say. Maybe don't do that, actually. Not the West Country, no. mate. <laughs> People aren't just nice to each other. Well, we'd have cars. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Scooters. <laughs> Pipe dreams, mate. Um, all right. Well, if you're going to do two nice things, yeah. hey, tell a friend tell about the podcast. Tell a pal. Tell a pal. About We've been getting podcast. a lot of new new listeners, actually. We have been. Hello to anyone who's joined recently. Hello. Hello and sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Thanks for downloading. Yeah. And, uh, and hey, go, go tell a friend. Go spread the word. And uh, it really means a lot to us. And um, and we're going to be growing this over the next year. Yes, hopefully. Wow, how very <laughs> earnest. Indeed. Anyway, until uh, next time, episode 100. 100. Keep playing. Keep playing.